to come or shall we look for another? I don't know about you. Are you, um, are you a g- patient when you're waiting? I don't know about you, but I, I'm not so great at, at being, uh, I'm not good at waiting, in particular in lines, really any form of line. But in particular uh, at the grocery store, Costco really gets to me. Now, I don't know why, but uh, like, I don't know if this happens to you when you're waiting in line. Like, so, you know, when I go to Costco, I always look to go to the shortest line, number one. And then when I'm in the shortest line, I'm comparing who's moving the faster. And if some other line is moving faster, I jump line right away. And then as soon as I get into that line, some other line's moving faster. I go, oh. And then like I'm measuring in my head, I'm calculating the efficiency of this cashier. I'm wondering how long, like, why is it that, like, oh my God, really? Like, don't you, like, no, look, it's under there. I'm thinking, and I'm, thankfully, it's my inner voice, not my outer voice, because that could be a little bit embarrassing. Um, but then I eventually, um, you know, I get to the cash register, and I'm like, it, like, as if that 20 seconds or 60 seconds would have made that much of a deal. But, you know, it's, th- that's the problem. When we're waiting, we want, we want things now, right? Um, so I, I, I've thought about this quite a bit because I'm quite impatient about a lot. So I don't know whether it happens to you, like in, in whether it's lines at Costco or whether it's lines at the, the Starbucks or maybe it's TSA. Ooh, that could press a lot of buttons right there. But anyway, look, here's what I've, I've thought about. I've thought about it and I figured it's always, it's about the reason why I am impatient is because I have false expectations, Right? So, I mean, at, at the root of this is the false expectation that there should be no line at Costco. Well, that would cost more money if they had that much cashiers and they would reassign them, and so that wouldn't happen. But even, like, even if there was more cashiers, I, I have the false expectation that I will always get the shortest line and the most efficient and effective cashier in the world. I mean, I know I don't say that out loud, but that's actually the root cause of the uh, of this frustration is because somebody, someone other else has got a shorter line and they're more effective, more efficient. So I don't think I'm the only one who has this, although I probably have maybe broken it down a little bit more than most people. Um, but the reality is, is that we, we all have false expectations. It's why we get frustrated with one another, whether it be with our spouse over uh, doing this or doing that, or, or whether it be at the Costco line or some other cashier line for food or, or, or the TSA, is we, have, we, we tend to get caught up in our own little world that is fed by really small pieces of information and mostly self-centered. We, we, we want what we want because we have brought whatever it is to the table. Well, I suppose the good and the bad news is it's been going on a long time because John the Baptist had the same thing. And John the Baptist had false expectations. His were way, way more significant than meeting in line. I mean, here was John. Remember, John had, had seen Jesus at the very beginning of his public ministry. He had, had, had baptized him in the, in, the, in the Jordan River. And now, you know, he's on days before he gets his head chopped off. And he's, he's questioning himself. Are you the one who's to come or should we look for another? And, and why? Why is he impatiently waiting it, well, because his expectations are different. They're, they're very different than what Jesus... See, see, see John the Baptist was fiery and, 
and he, you know, blasted words of condemnation. You're going to go to hell if you don't repent. And he went out to the desert and telling people, and he told them how bad they were and that God was, God's wrath was at hand, right? Uh, and so his expectation that his, his Messiah, the Messiah, was going to be the warrior God who was going to fulfill his expectations, that he was going to come and blast them and, and give them a good dose of this God's judgment. And along comes Jesus, who doesn't give judgment, but gives love. He doesn't harangue them, he heals them. He doesn't condemn them, but includes them. In fact, he goes to the furthest extremes. He goes to the widows, the sick and the orphaned, who were considered non-touchable. And he welcomes them, and even goes to have dinner at their homes. Well, this is this is not the expectation John the Baptist had. So John the Baptist is not, is not confident anymore. Here he is, he spent his entire life uh, proclaiming the kingdom of God is at hand, and now the one who is bringing that in, he's going, are you, are you it? Because like, I'm not really sure here. I'm not, you, you, don't, you don't fit my image. And Jesus doesn't even say what he does. He said, look what happens. Just look what happens and tell them what you see and what you hear. And so they give witness to it. And of course, he is the fulfillment. You see, the challenge for us as disciples is we too also have false expectations, not just of our cashiers and our TSA attendants, but we have false expectations of our God. We have false expectations of each other. And that leads to frustrations, that leads to judgment. And if we don't catch ourselves, it leads to condemnation. And that becomes the real problem because then we become like the Pharisee and the Sadducees that Jesus railed against. And they're the only ones he railed against. was those who thought they had it figured out. Those who thought that everyone else wasn't doing it, but they were. You see, we're in this together, and our expectations ought to be is that God is already here among us, and that God is with every single one of us, and it's for us to come to the, the conclusion, the, 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 um, the wisdom, that, that God is not the God of, of strength and the God of power, the God of influence. This is the God who is hidden, the God who is simple. The God who came as a baby child in a manger and hung upon a cross so that we could understand that it is not through strength, but through humility and through weakness that God reaches out to others and that he loves all of us no matter what. So, so today as we, we get to this Gaudete Sunday, which we celebrate by... Uh, um, by lighting the pink uh, candle, and we're called to, to, to rejoice in this waiting, not just to simply wait, but to rejoice. Um, so one of the things I figured out when I wait in these lines, instead of getting frustrated, I, I try to convert that into a, a form of a prayer. So what I try to do is I, I try to say, well, what am I grateful for? I, I, and, and so as I'm waiting, I, I'm grateful for many things. And this last week when I went to Costco, I was grateful for the fact that I could go to Costco at all. 
because for the last six weeks, I haven't been able to walk long enough to be able to go from my car into Costco. So I was just simply delighted to be able to stand in line at all. And I didn't care how long the actual... And in fact, I looked for a longer line this time. <laughs> just because I was sort of like, well, somebody else is probably in a hurry. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm walking. I'm feeling pretty darn good today. And so we can convert those moments of anxiety or frustration through our false expectations into moments of prayer. And so whatever it is that you're anxious about or you're frustrated about, uh, let us turn it into a moment of prayer, of patient waiting, and to turn to God and, and say, thank you for whatever it is that is going well in our life. And to not focus what we do not have, but to focus on what we have. And together rejoice with the Lord who is present to us no matter what. Whether we are impatiently in line or whether we are patiently waiting. God is by our side and He is with us and within us and He always will be. That will never, ever change. So let's cooperate with God. Let's patiently wait. Let us embrace those moments and pray for the goodness in our lives so that we can together can rejoice with the presence of Christ.